0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It's my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening. This week it's episode 64 and I was torn. I was like, number 64, do I talk a Nintendo 64 game, or do I play to the what's topical right now, which is the Sega Genesis with the classic coming out this week, and uh, blatantly, I went Sega Genesis so I could cash in on the hashtags and the probable tw- tw- the probable trending on Twitter. Uh, say that five times fast. The probable trending on Twitter of the Sega Genesis. We're going Sega this week, and we are talking Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master. Now, listen. I know there's probably some of you out there that have never played this game, and you may not have even gotten this far into the podcast. You may have saw that and just been like, nah, you know, because honestly, I probably would have done that at one point. I wasn't a Sega kid. I didn't know this game until like six months ago. Uh, It's a great game fucking let's be open-minded okay this show is probably going to be very more sega centric than it has ever been over the next two to three weeks with the sega genesis coming out and stuff like that so uh for those of you and i do get messages from people that have never played some of the games they listen to the episodes and then they're like now i'm kind of interested in playing the game uh if that's you let me know because that's really cool and i'm telling you guys like if you're into like ninja gaiden and action platformers and retro and stuff like Play this game because it's fucking rad and it's available everywhere. I'll get more into that in a couple of minutes, but it's it's good. Um, uh, you guys know I'm gonna ramble for a few minutes first. Uh, boy, I've been looking forward to this episode because I'll like it has just been a fucking day, and I'm not gonna go into my personal life for too long here. But I'll I'll let you guys know uh, in case you aren't aware. I usually record the intro and the outro and do the editing of these podcasts on Tuesdays. Usually, like I get the intro and outro recorded in the morning and then after lunch. I uh, I sit down and edit it and get the YouTube video together and all that good stuff. And right now it's like late Tuesday night when I'm doing this part. I still have to edit it because uh, it has just been a fucking day. And then I had a show th- uh, tonight for comedy and uh, just I'm a stand-up comedian uh, by trade. And I'll tell you guys right now, if you've ever thought about becoming a stand-up comedian, don't because it fucking sucks. The booking side it's, it doesn't all suck, but the booking side of it sucks. The business side sucks, and the pay is not worth. garbage that comes with it sometimes so if you're listening to this and you're like i'd like to be a comedian don't stay in school or stay on your forklift or stay i mean don't do something you hate i guess but just don't be a comedian fucking it's been a day but anyway that's uh like honestly i was just gonna like i was it's uh i was gonna have a couple of puffs and just play some video games tonight. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I got to finish the podcast. So uh, I'm not complaining. I just, I need this. I just want to rant. I just want to talk some video games for a little while. I'm, I'm, I like listening to the music. That's part of the editing. I love listening to that old music. It just puts me in a good mood. And let's talk some video games. We're talking Shinobi 3. You guys know I'm going to talk. About, I already said that part. I'm, I'm tired. It has been a day. Um, I will probably be at the Edmonton Expo this weekend. Uh, when you guys hear this, if you listen to it in, real time or close to its release date. It'll be September 18th or 19th. I, I, I don't know what day I'm going to be at the expo yet, but I'm going to be there probably Friday or Saturday and just handing out the cards. I ordered some new business cards for the podcast with part of our Patreon income. Uh, so thank you all so much for helping me do that. I don't know if I'm going to get kicked out of the expo for handing them out. And I don't know if it's going to accomplish anything as far as getting listeners, but I don't know what else to do. So I got these nice cards with our logo on the front and then all the games. And then on the back, it just says we follow back. It's got all our, you guys can see it on our Instagram and stuff at member the game and I'll just be handing them out and trying to pick up some listeners so if you go back in time if you're one of the people I picked up to listen to the show at the Edmonton Expo and you go back in time to listen to old episodes and listen to this one now you hear this shoot me a message and tell me that I met you at the Edmonton Expo and that's why you came that'd be awesome Um, also next week for the episode uh, potentially I'm going to be doing uh, my first ever solo one here on the show not because I don't have a guest because I have old episodes recorded I'm always recording more I want to review the Sega mini. And, uh, I, I, I think it's honestly, it's one I think I want to do by myself. And, uh, I, I want to. I, my thought process is it's going to be a Sega Genesis classic review from a Nintendo fanboy who has no nostalgic ties to the Sega Genesis at all, and to kind of explain to you guys, is it worth your money? Okay, when the PlayStation, when I picked up a PlayStation Classic, I had a few people ask me if we were going to do a review of one on the show, and the reason we never did it was just because there's so many reviews already out by the time I bought one because I waited it f- for it to be like ten dollars, um, and I just figured, what am I going to say that hasn't already been said a million times? But what a piece of crap that thing is. Uh, but the Sega Classic is getting really good reviews and I have no like I said next to no nostalgic ties to this thing I just really like retro gaming I think it looks awesome like the um, the aesthetics of it like I'm looking at my shelf right now I have a Playstation Classic a Super Nintendo Classic an NES Classic and then I'm gonna have my Sega Classic sitting there beside it and that's fucking really cool to me so I think next week it's gonna be a solo episode I'm just gonna give you guys a review I won't be going into depth on every game cause I'm only gonna have a couple of days to play them plus I wanna use the games for the episodes um, uh, but I'll let you know what I think of it. I'll let you know how it stacks up against the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the PlayStation Classic. And uh, and is it something that I feel like you guys should pick up? And if you guys enjoy that concept, uh, let me know because there's other retro gaming consoles out there. There's like Ataris and ColecoVisions and other ones that I have no nostalgic ties to at all. And I'll pick one up and review it on the show if that's something you guys think you'd be interested in. So expect that next week. The only reason that won't happen will be if best buy fucks me on my delivery date i pre-ordered them online honestly in hindsight i shouldn't have pre-ordered them i should have just gone down to the eb games near my house uh the morning that they come out and just bought two because one of them we gave away um but i was afraid that the hype would catch up and they would be like sold out and everything and i don't think that's going to be the case it's really i feel like sega might have missed the boat on this thing you know we'll get more into that later but uh if you want one this week when they come out i think you'd be able to walk into stores and buy one so as long as Best Buy doesn't ship it to me late, dude, I can't remember what console it was. Maybe it was my Super Nintendo Classic where I ended up waiting like an extra two days to get it or something because it took so fucking long to show up at my house. Um, so hopefully that's not the case with this thing. I just get it. If I get it, I have the weekend to play with it. Then I'll, uh, I'll review it for you guys uh, next week on the show. And if not, there's going to be another Sega-centric episode coming, I think, anyways. We're going to have a couple of those. Trying to throw the Sega a little bit of love. I'm being open-minded. You know, I'm, I'm 35. I'm getting old. It's I've let grudges go. I'm bygones be bygones. The Nintendo Sega thing is dead. Uh, let's show Sega some love and let's uh, let's review their system, right? And let's play their games. Because they're not all bad. Yeah, I mean, Sonic's bad, but they're not. <laughs> no, he's not. I, that's just me semi-trolling. Um... Let me see. What else did I want to... yeah. I got lots of time. What else do we want to talk about here? The Patreon episode, the second episode for the month of September, will be going live on Monday, uh, which is the 23rd. Twenty third. That is the Q&A rambling one. I don't have a lot of questions right now, so if you've got a question or something you want me to talk about, let me know. If you don't, totally fine. I have a long list of things I want to talk about that I just haven't gotten to in the last couple of episodes because I've been answering questions and stuff. Uh, so if you've got anything you want me to talk about, if you just want to plug, if you just want me to comment on something like, hey, you guys bought... You guys paid for the show, so I'll say whatever you want me to say, as long as it's not too like racist or something shitty. Uh, and if not, you can just kick back and listen to me rant for a little while on Monday. So that's coming up. Shoot me messages, because I'll probably be recording that episode this weekend, probably on Sunday uh, is the day I'm planning to do it. Um, also, another thing I wanted to touch on quickly before I get to Shinobi is uh, GameStop slash EB Games. I don't know where they are where. Like in Canada... I'm pretty sure it's e, it's all EB Games, but I see a lot of people calling it GameStop. I think it's the same thing. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they're they're closing more stores and laying off more people, and that's it's sad because you don't want to see anyone lose their income. Um, but it's also like are we not all we're all looking at it and being like well bu- it's the new blockbuster right like this is going to happen i just i i mean modern games are available i mean i think they said that sales are literally almost 50-50 right now between digital and physical for people i know i'm digital not everybody is but i know it's a big thing and a lot of people are just buying their games off amazon and stuff and having them shipped to their house so they don't have to drive to the store right so obviously that's hurting them and then uh, i saw that some of them were trying to get more into retro games and trying to sell those. I know they've been trying to do that for a little while now, and I can't imagine that working, right? Because, and I wrote a list of things, like people that play retro games, including, I'm assuming, most of the people listening to this show... um we're not going to buy them at EB games, right? Because there's other ways we're going to buy them. Either, either you play them like I do, which is primarily on classic consoles like the Nintendo Classics and stuff, or compilation packages like the Sega Genesis Classic Collection that you can get on all your systems and things like that. That's my preferred way to play retro games. SNES Online, Nintendo Online, stuff like that with save states and rewind. It's just more convenient to me than setting up all the old things. I don't have an old TV to set them all up on. Uh, people are buying their retro games online, through EB Game or not EB Games, uh, through like eBay and stuff like that, uh, they're playing them on Raspberry Pi, so they're not buying anything; they're just downloading ROMs or they're hunting. Right? I think that a lot. Of, I know I was like this when I collected retro games. A lot of retro game collectors like that thrill of the hunt. You go to the flea markets and the garage sales and stuff, and and you find stuff to, you know cheap. Right? Like, I mean, I don't know what what EB Games is charging for the retro games, but I know that like we have a games store here in Edmonton called Game City. There's a few of them. And, uh, and the prices are, like, ridiculous. It's, like, 30 bucks for, like, a copy of Super Mario Brothers 3. And, like, no one's fucking paying that, right? Like, I'm not going to go in there. Like, you could, like no one's going to go in there and buy that. Like, especially not a retro collector. So if that's what EB Games is going to try to do, that's not going to save them. Like, um, I don't know. I, I feel bad to see all those people losing their jobs, but, I mean, they're in trouble. I'm curious to see where gaming goes as a whole over the next, like, 15 years. With, like, things like streaming and Game Pass on Xbox and, and PS Plus and, and all that kind of stuff, like... I'm curious to see if we're even buying video games in another 15 years or if we're just paying for services and then just playing all the games on it. I mean, there's always gonna be a market for retro games because some people just prefer to play it on that classic hardware. And I mean, those old NES carts are gonna last forever and stuff like that, right? Um, Just that market's not gonna be EV games. You know, I boy, I'm so glad I'm not on that fucking executive board because I have no idea how you fix that right now. You quit. That's how you fix that and get out of there. Um, All right that's good that's enough ranting what am i playing talk shinobi we'll get out of here what have i been playing over the last seven days uh link to the past almost exclusively on my super nintendo online on my uh switch uh i love that fucking game that game and super mario world are just like my ultimate two comfort foods oh yeah and i know that brad is listening to this bradley and you're beaking me because i got the flippers before i got the flute in link to the past the flute is for bitches and you don't have a way to retort because you're not on this podcast talking about it with me right now so fuck you um, but Link to the Past is awesome. So is Super Mario World. So are so many of those games. It's just like the ultimate comfort food for me. And I'm kind of in that like, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the like void between games. Like I finished Fire Emblem where I just was like all in on it and I adored it. You know what I mean? And I'm almost on Thousand Year Door, but I'm basically just waiting for this week with the Link's Awakening remake and the Sega Genesis Mini. And it's like, I don't want to get, I don't want to start like a big new game when I'm waiting for these two. So you just kind of, you know, these Super Nintendo games are just a perfect time fills. Retro games are so good for this. Uh, also quickly, I've had a couple people, uh, that's all I've been playing, by the way, is mostly just linked to the Past. A little bit of Tetris 99, a little bit of Mario Kart 8, kind of dip my toe back into that pool. I love that game, but mostly uh, linked to the Past, just waiting out on these new games. Um, a couple of people have mentioned I haven't been doing any Let's Plays. And uh the main reason for that is because I've been on the road a ton and I they are very time consuming and I just haven't had a chance. Plus, I'm a little demotivated to do them now with Nintendo offering all of these games on their Switch. Everyone's playing them, and I'm like, well, there's no need to do a let's play of these. So I'm still gonna do some. I want to do one of Mario Sunshine, really bad. There's some old NES games. I was working on one of Metal Gear Solid that I thought was a little too dry and I gave up on it, but I might go back and finish it. Um it's just I've been busy. I'll be honest, like S- September through New Year's Eve is like the busiest time of the year for comedians. We make like over half of our yearly income in the next like 15 weeks. Uh, so I'm just not at home to, to record and edit them, but they're coming. I don't get a ton of views on them either, so they're just not a priority for me. But thanks for the people that have been asking. And I've had a couple people ask about Twitch too. Uh, nothing's going on over there yet. I just, again, I just haven't had time. It's something I want to do, but it's just the bottom of the priority barrel here. All right. Good enough. I've talked about myself for almost 14 minutes. I'll shut the fuck up. We are talking Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master this week, you guys. If ever, this podcast has been the perfect excuse for me to go back and play games that I never played before. And this was one of them. Uh, I'm discovering more and more of the Sega Genesis. Because as you all know, I'm not a Sega guy. I've been talking about it this whole intro. Uh, And to me, when most of us non-Sega people think of the Genesis, you think of sports games, fighting games, or Disney. Like those are, the, and then Sonic, obviously, but like I think of like the Lion King and Aladdin, and then some of the fighting stuff, and 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 like NHL '94 and and things like that. Uh, but dude, I'm telling you, there were some really good games on the Sega Genesis that just never got discovered by a lot of us, myself included, because we just didn't, you know, Nintendo. Everyone thought of the Nintendo games, right? Nobody thought of that with Sega. Um, and this podcast has been a great excuse for me to go back and try some of these games and discover just how good they are. And it's a really cool thing when you can play a good retro game for the first time. Because nobody makes retro games anymore. I know there's like, you know, the indie inspired ones, but no one's making just bona fide retro games anymore. And it's like it's like seeing a movie for the first time or or watching a TV show for the first time. And you can discover some of these like I would give anything to be able to play Super Mario World for the first time again, other than I guess my memory, which is what I would have to give up to play it. Uh, but uh, but I've been I've been discovering new retro games. I played Shining Force a little while ago, a tactical RBG on the Sega Genesis, which was fucking awesome. We reviewed it on one of the episodes of the show in like the 40s, I think. And uh, I played Shinobi 3 a couple months ago on my pal Miklos's suggestion. He was my guest on Shining Force. He's my guest here again this week. This was a phenomenal recommendation from him. Uh, this thing's available on the 3DS. It's available on the virtual console. It's on the Sega Genesis Classic. It's on the Sega Genesis Collection that's on all the major consoles so it's everywhere you guys i'm really going to recommend it i'm going to cue the music and we're going to explain why you should play it right now this game released on the mega drive which is so weird to me it's like the sega genesis but it's also the mega drive i guess uh in north america on august 22nd 1993 it's available everywhere you should go play it and we're going to tell you why right now here we go Okay, so one of the cool things about doing this podcast is that like, I'm going back and either replaying games I played as a kid as re- I call it research. I'm not research. gaming. I'm research. researching. I'm doing the air quotes as I say it. <laughs> uh, I'm either playing old games I played as a kid or I'm like discovering new retro games that I never played. And particularly on the Genesis, because I didn't have a Genesis, I, I haven't played any of these. And so uh, joining me this week, uh, uh, as he's been on the show many, many times before, is my buddy Miklos. How are you, buddy? I'm wonderful. And we, he is a, uh, a Sega nerd, uh, much like I'm an SNES nerd. And so I, uh, he's my one of my go-tos. I'm like, dude, what do I need to play on this system? uh and like for the record i'm not playing them on a sega i'm playing them on the sega genesis cl- collection on yeah. the switch uh and one wh- and uh one of the games he suggested to me right away was uh shinobi 3 it uh, is
1: it is so much fun i love this game dude <laughs> admittedly
0: i like I, when i scrolled through so like if you've never played the sega collection when you bring it up it's like a, the hub screen is like you're in a kid's bedroom and there's like a shelf with all the Sega Genesis cart like uh, yeah. cases on the shelf. And so you just scroll through the cases. And honestly, like I scrolled by Shinobi 3 and like it never registered. I was like, I'll, I'll never play that. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Cause I think when most people think of Sega Genesis outside of the Sonic games, they think of like Echo the Dolphin, they think of Gunstar Heroes, they think of Phantasy Star. You know what I mean? Like nobody thinks of Shinobi. At least I had never heard of Shinobi at all uh this game is fucking i rad.
1: played this game so incredibly much as it, a kid man like, it is fucking incredible. This is one of those games that like i got uh and i played through uh to the end like i uh back before all the save states and yeah. stuff i just I grinded through. grinded through and got so good that you go through like the first like five or six levels, not dying, not yeah. using any of your specials. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes not like, cause you got to like collect the throwing stars or the shurikens.
0: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. You gotta, yeah.
1: you gotta save them up. So I would
0: go through and not use any of them. Like it, just <laughs> drop kicking. I love it. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> so like if you've never played shinobi three, basically <laughs> it's like, it's like a really good looking, or at least at it's at its basic look, it looks like a really sick looking ninja gaiden. Yeah. It's like you basically control this ninja. Uh, his name, I assume it, he's sh- Shinobi. <laughs> and like, it, it's, it's like, dude, When I, I texted you the night I started playing it. And I was like, this game yeah. is everything I think of when I think of retro. Yeah. It's fucking, it's bright. It looks rad. And you're just basically running from left to, to right, right sh- shooting or punching. When you shoot, you throw these like the... circuits. Yeah, yeah. Or like ninja little, stars, the whatever. Ninja star They're things. like little knives. Um. Basically, you just run from left to right like killing bad guys and that's all it is and it's like and that's everything i think of when i think of vintage video gaming is like is that you know yeah. what i mean um it looks it looks to this day it, it fucking still looks, looks great good. yeah it looks great the controls are really tight they're so like, handles good and uh i could see how you could like play like we all had these games when you were a kid because you only had so many games when you were a kid yeah. so you had to play the games you had and I, I could see this being, like, if this was the game you got for Christmas, say, yeah. you just fucking did it over and over and over till you beat it. And I could see how that and, would be. And not even being, like, because I know, like, a lot of times, now
1: anyways, uh, I'll play a game that you kind of have to, like, go back over and over and over just to, like, figure out where everything is. This one, I enjoyed playing, like, because, I don't know, when I was a kid, we always did, like, the, like, play ninjas and stuff. Right. So, like, having the be able to play as a ninja and do crazy drop kicks
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like and like because it's it's funny because it's one of those games that's like at its core is so basic. Yeah. Like honestly, the first time I played through it, I died in like the second world because I was kept running out of throwing and stuff. And then I like honestly, I had to look up the manual just to be like, what the fuck's going on here? But then once you have a very basic understanding of the controls, it's so simple to play. Yeah. But it would be I could see how it'd be ridiculously difficult. Yeah. To once, like once learn. you
1: once you master the drop kick, it's because you like drop kick and you like bounce up and you can like drop yeah. kick again. Yeah. So they're like. Areas where, like, a bunch of guys becoming like dropkick, dropkick, yeah. dropkick, dropkick. So, drop like,
0: kick. his basic controls are like you run and you jump, and then, like, he, he throws like you start out, like, you only have so many of these, like, little ninja stars, whatever you want to call them. I'm just going to call them ninja stars for the sake of ninja stars. They're actually like those little Like throwing things. knives. But, like, so you start out with this, like, I think like 50 of them or something, but then you can constantly pick up more as you go. And every time you hit attack, you throw one. But if you're close enough to a bad guy, then you don't throw one. You just like cut oh, him yeah, or the punch slice, them or yeah. whatever. And so, and then you can also jump and throw them, or you can jump and then punch and do that drop, drop kick. The, the the kick thing. And like same dude, exact same thing you just said. Once I figured out that I could do that, yeah. whenever you land that kick, you bounce back up in the air. Yeah. So you can like just like almost like Mario hopping from turtle to turtle. Like if yeah. there's three or four bad guys, like just pop pop pop. And like that's what I would do is I would because you try yeah. to conserve your knives for boss fights. Oh yeah. So you once you figure you don't want that to be out, up there
1: drop kicking some of these guys, dude. No. And so
0: once you <laughs> figure out that you need your knives for like the tougher fights, then you just start relying on that drop kick over and over. But it never gets boring. Like nope. it's very fun. It never gets boring or old.
1: Uh yeah, and like just the level exploration was fun. Cause yeah. You could do like the jumping off the walls. And yeah. The, and then, you, like, double jump to places and then run and jump. Like, yeah. It was, there was so much exploring.
0: I mean, it's not, like, they're not the, like, I mean, like, it's, I, I won't lie. Like, they're not the biggest levels fucking of all time. No. But totally, you can explore because you can go find, excuse me, additional power-ups. Yeah. Like, you can usually find another special move yeah. in a level. Like, because that's the other thing is you get these, I think they call them, like, ninja arts or something. Yeah. And you get, like, four different ninja arts that you can scroll through. And truthfully, dude, I don't know about you, I only ever used two.
1: Uh, The fire one? Yeah. And there's another one that was really
0: good. So there's like you start each level with one, and
1: yeah. then
0: sometimes you can find an item to get more. Um, but and like I think
1: if you got the extra ones, they continued over.
0: Right. But I, might, right. I might be wrong on that. Uh, I never had that because I'll <laughs> lie to you. Usually when I got to the boss, I needed to cash that. Yeah. And the one I used the most was there was one that'd make you uh, it was like a, a shield basically. Okay. And it would take some damage for you. And so what I would do is I would attack until I was down to like my last hit. Then cash that thing in and buy myself some time and try to like and try and finish and, the guy off before it was too late. Um, because it was that there was one where you'd like bring all this fire up from the ground and like it would attack everything the on the screen.
1: That um, one's one of that's the one I used a lot. Um, it's pretty
0: handy. And I then I think re- there's like a jumping one and something else, but I never used the other
1: two. I think there was uh, maybe I want to say there's a lightning one,
0: but I don't remember. Yeah, it's but they're handy anyway. They're like they're always they're just there as like a like a Hail Mary type thing and like. Honestly, dude, like the first two times I played it, I cashed them in early, yeah, and then realized like I better save these for the end because like the first few bosses are not hard. No, they're not. But when that game, dude, so that game like ramps up. So it like (laughs) like I don't even know the storyline. Basically, like you, I think what happened is you you defeated this like army and now they've come back. And uh, you basically have to go fight. I'm
1: assuming again. that it has something to do with Shinobi One and Two. Has it has to. I don't know. <laughs> Which it doesn't nobody even matter. Nobody knows about. But it's like
0: it's the epitome of just like it, it I, I won't necessarily say Ninja because Ninja Gaiden actually had and if it's I didn't fuck off, it's Gaiden. Um but like at least it had like it had the cutscenes and like a story to it, kinda, you know. Whereas okay. this one really felt like uh it was it like kinda a, it was kinda a, tells you like at the beginning what's
1: going on, but it's it's like you don't care. Ju- you don't care. No. You just want to run around You're, chopping guys up. That's yeah. all it is. That's that's it. Just run around and kill things.
0: Um and so like you start off like in the woods and then you end up in like warehouses and factories and these weird like you're dude, the fucking the only criticism I have of the controls, the yeah. only one it handles tight. It handles yeah. great. Is the fucking level where you're climbing on like pipes with like water yeah, underneath yeah, yeah. and you can hang off the roof. Yeah. And you have to or like off pipes or what have you. Um and there were just certain times where like I think I would forget to hold up before i hit jump and then instead of jumping up to grab the next pipe you'd let go and fall down yeah and then i'd fall through the water and i was like that's not what i'm trying to fucking do like get the fuck (laughs) out of here um Uh, but yeah you end up there and then none of those levels are that hard but then you end up in like a dojo or something yeah and all of a sudden they're like oh yeah you've had your fun and then they just start (laughs) killing you you.
1: yeah oh you now you're in our like central base now
0: now we're, we're here we can't have that <laughs> yeah and like the first four or five levels because it's only like a seven or eight level game yeah I think. and the first four or five levels are like are fun but not super hard if you get good like i could see how you could beat them without dying once if yeah. you put in a little bit of repetition and knew where all the bad guys were yeah because bad guys never change like you nope. know where they're gonna be type thing right uh but once you get to that fucking dojo level and you have to like oh fuck though that's actually my other minor criticism is the wall climbing is sweet albeit a little bit finicky yeah at times yeah and there's parts where you have to, particularly in this fucking dojo, where you have to go up at the top of the level, and there's like columns of wall with no bottom on them,
1: yeah, and spikes on
0: the top, yeah. And so you have to wall jump over, like up at, like you know, like, like you would do in Mario or Metroid or anything else, where you just go like left wall, right wall, left wall, right wall. But then you get to the top, you have to time because you can't climb up or down the wall. You just stick wherever you touch the wall, yeah. So you have to position yourself right at the top of the left wall then jump, do your double jump, get over the spikes that are Mm -hmm. on top of it, then land in between the next two walls. And if you hit any spike, you usually fall all the way back down to the Mm -hmm. bottom and have to start over again. And oh my god, I was getting fucking (laughs) angry. Fuck, Uh, I was getting angry. I think one of the
1: things they do really well in this too is like all the levels where you have... uh, like you have the horse, and you have like the jet ski, you mm-hmm. have like the things where you ride. You on, ride stuff. Ride stuff. They did a wonderful job. They're
0: rad. That. Like picture the turtles in time they're, game where you're on the surfboards or you're on like the hoverboards. Yeah. Uh, except in this one, you're on a horse, like out in like a field. Yeah. Or you're on like a Yeah, sur- you're on like a surfboard. Yeah. Or something like that. Which are and they're and they look great because you know what I like about those levels is you can for the most part see the bad guys in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah, coming around like running toward the front of the screen. And then it'll usually be like a couple seconds and then they'll start coming in from the front of the screen at you. Yeah. And so you can look at the back and be like, hey, there's four guys coming. Yeah. And then be like, like fucking like, boom, boom, boom. And if you don't hear that fourth explosion, you know you missed one. Yeah. And then usually you don't have a lot of time to react. Like you need to get them as they're coming into the yeah. screen. But it was gorgeous. Like you're never confused as to what's happening or anything. Um, I don't give the Genesis enough credit for just how <laughs> good a lot of their games looked.
1: It was, it was such a, this game man uh even when i like because when i suggested it to you i was like i would love to do this and you're like i, I think i could
0: play that <laughs> oh yeah i remember i fired it up uh, i think it was in grand prairie sitting in my hotel room yeah. before a show and i fired it up i played for about an hour before my show one night and i texted you and i was like holy fuck dude this is yeah. awesome and it's just it, it's like it is it screams retro gaming yeah. it's everything to do with retro gaming they could release this game today for like twenty dollars. Like, if say this was some indie yeah. that somebody put out today for twenty bucks, I would have oh, yeah. bought it in a heartbeat and been like, "This is fucking awesome." Yeah.
1: Instead, you get it with the collection. It's almost worth the collection. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's really good. It like now I will say like, as you said, you beat it as a kid. Uh, I remember texting you, dude. We were like, we were actually talking about this right before we started recording the podcast. Uh, I'm just bringing my messages up right now. I swear to God, these are actual messages that I have sent Miklos. <laughs> about the game um i just fired up shinobi and it's pretty rad it's so much fun Miklos said and then i said this is like a day later buddy shinobi is sick it's exactly what retro gaming should be Miklos. it's so good <laughs> uh and then literally the next day the next 24 hours later i don't take back my praise of shinobi but the last level of this game can eat all the asses <laughs> i was getting so mad, and then the next day i know this was later the same day yeah i can't beat this boss fuck this game it went from awesome to go fuck yourself over the last two levels fuck i was getting so angry i
1: i to me, that was, like, a, a little badge of honor. <laughs> Cause, Dude. Because, like, one, I know how much you're into games, but also that I would suggest together, you'd be like, I am so into this game, and also, fuck this Dude, game so oh bad. God. And I'm sure what was going through your mind is, like, I just have to beat this fucking game, yeah. and then... And then I don't have to look at it mm. again. Although you, I hope you do play it again because it's so much fun, dude. And like, and
0: now here's the thing, you guys. Like, so there's no, uh, there's no saves. It's like as is most of those games. Yeah. There's no passwords. You get a no. couple continues, yep. but when you get game over, you fucking start from square one yep. again. And uh, and I'm not even gonna bullshit you guys. Uh, I save stated. I didn't save state like every jump, but I save state at the beginning of every level so that I wouldn't have to like. Because the thing about it is like, and this is something we all did as kids, you would play these games. And then when you like, say the fifth level is the one you can't beat, yeah. you'd play through the first four with your eyes closed, get to the fifth level and then slowly grind through it, die, and then have to start the whole thing over again. Yeah. And I, and I have a ton of respect for that. I'm not shitting I grew up in the eighties. I fucking yeah. get it. That's how <laughs> gaming worked. But I'm like, I have too many games to play now. Yeah. I'm safe stating. Like I have continues. Fuck right off. Yeah. Um, no,
1: and that's 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 a fair thing to do. I can't I can't knock it, especially now. Totally.
0: But, but like but back in the days where like you shelled out like I don't I can't remember I had somebody on here the other day we were doing a podcast. I, I don't remember who it was or what game it was, so I don't know what order it'll go up in. But we were talking about um how we don't exactly remember what games cost in the 80s and early 90s because I know my parents were buying those of my games. yeah, from. like 40 or 60 bucks. But I have to
1: assume they were probably like, yeah, 50 or 60. I, th- I think I, I think they were about like, yeah, 40 or 50 bucks.
0: Like, so I remember
1: buying uh Sonic and Knuckles,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. And like it was probably like, a yeah, it was like 50 bucks or 60 bucks. Yeah. Whereas, like, this game, as rad as it is, if if it had save states, like because like I beat it in about three days using yeah. save states because it would just be like hop into the same level, try again, try yeah. again, try again. Uh, if you had had that back in the day, they could not have sold this game for full price because no. someone would have bought it, beat it in a day, and then been like, "Well, what the fuck that cost me sixty yeah. dollars. but this is what games used to be like, right? And without they had to stakes, make them kind of hard. Totally right? because and, they need you to play it over and over again. and with no way to con- to to save your progress, no password system, no nothing you you basically like you you could like fucking watch TV while you play through the first five levels. And then it's like okay, now it's go time, and you learned yeah. another shot at it, right? Dude, I can't imagine beating this. Like, I mean, <laughs> I could I get how you could, but I don't. I cannot imagine. It took playing a it,
1: it took a long time to do it. Uh, I mean, like, is uh, is one? It was one of my favorite games, right? Uh, but two, like, if you only have so many games, you're gonna play these games over and over yeah. and over. Yeah. Like I, uh, it's not on your list that you showed me of games, but uh, there's a uh Batman returns for the Sega Genesis. Okay. Uh it's a, it's a little clunkier than this, yeah. but it's it's well, it's a Batman game, right? Right. Um uh, but my stepdad would play that game over and over and That's over. That's the only way and, you could do it. And over, right? And then like eventually like he ended up beating it. Like you gotta go fight the penguin, in his penguin lair and it's right. penguin
0: layer and stuff. And it was just like <sighs> And there's something about that sense of accomplishment of beating like a really hard game. Like yeah. you wanna know a game I've never beaten. Uh, that I've probably I, I bet you I've put fifty hours into it is Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. Okay. And uh, there's no like there's no save points. There's no there's yeah. no passwords. You start like you have yeah, your continues, but when it's yeah. over, it's over. And uh, and there, there's something to that about those games that like if you had continues and stuff, you could probably beat it in two or three days. Yeah. But having to start over every time, that fucking sense of like. The sense of tension of trying to beat that level that keeps beating you, yeah. and then the sense of overwhelming accomplishment when you finally I mean, beat yeah. that fucking level. Like, there's just something to be said for that. That I, I don't have the patience to experience anymore, <laughs> but I wish I did because I, I, well, can, I can get yeah. behind it. I get it.
1: It was like, uh, like all the double dragons and stuff, like, Castlevania, Ninja yeah. Gaiden, even yeah. like
0: all those games, right? Um, but, this one. That's, this is a beauty game. It's I, great, but uh, that the fucking last couple of levels will just kill you. And like it's the the last the second last level that Maze Dojo was hard. You,
1: should, you uh, should go back and play it and go just look up some of the cheat codes cuz there's cheat codes for like infinite shurikens oh, and like Oh fuck.
0: I should have done that but when I was playing it the first time because I will tell you guys too like the final boss in this game oh my god yeah. is fucking ridiculous like it was like, like
1: you gotta save up like all of those extra ninja powers you get when I
0: texted you and said it could eat all the asses it was that boss I was like I can't be-. I'm like I it took me so many tries
1: some of the bosses like could you know, uh, particularly, they, they, all the bosses suited the levels. But you know, some of the bosses, you're like, what the fuck is even going on? Like, yeah. what? Like there, that, it's like impossible. Like that giant, like, mutant zombie looking thing. That's oh, like, fuck. <laughs> like his hand comes up. Every and gets time you, you hit him, him, he throws lasers. his hand at you and yeah. fuck
0: off. <laughs> shoots lasers out of his mouth. It's <laughs> hard, man. And, like, there's, uh. Uh, 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 sorry, I was just reading about the four powers. So it was the, you could, uh, you could protect yourself, you could, shoot the fire up, yeah. you could get a better jump or you could uh, self-sacrifice, costing yourself a life to destroy enemies or damage bosses. Okay. I never used that one. Although so, in I, hindsight, I probably should have used that one.
1: That would be pretty good because you could... You could, yeah, like at the end of your life or whatever.
0: Yeah. And like, I'm just... One of the reviews right here, the only drawback, the last level is freaking impossible. <laughs> they like, yeah, it, fuck it is. Um, um, but it's... It was... I... Literally, it's everything... That retro gaming should be. It it's it looks gorgeous. The sound is great. It's like playing an arcade game in your house. It handles per almost perfect, except for the, some of the jumping. This
1: guy here, is fucking. Yeah, <laughs> that fucking. It's like this giant head with a hand that comes out of the ground. It's every like time a weird it. like.
0: uh But yeah, I'm trying to think like House of the Dead. It's just yeah. like just a mass of. But even him Bubbles. but even him I found that like he killed me the first few times. Yeah. But then every time I fought him, I got further. And then I got to realize like, oh, this is how you dodge the patterns he's gonna do, which is what those games were all about. Yeah. Uh, like pattern recognition. Right. Whereas that final boss, how the fuck anyone dodges half of his attacks, <laughs> all the different like you gotta fucking get things it. You gotta he's throwing get at you? Yeah. You gotta get hit. You have to get hit. Like and like I would get to the point where I would just get on top of him and just start like spamming that jump kick and bounce off yeah. him, like hit him yeah. as many yeah. times as I could. Because then every time he'd hit you, he'd knock you off. <laughs> this makes me fucking rage, that fucking boss. Um, listen, you guys, don't let our criticism of that boss... Not even criticism. Don't let our description of that boss turn you off from this game. If you like action games, if you like...
1: This is... Uh, it's imp- this is honestly one of my favorite games growing
0: up. It's impossible not to compare it to Ninja Gaiden. It, but it, it's better. It's better. It's it so is. much better. At least it, I think it is. I I love this game just... The the running around,
1: just being a ninja. yeah And like,
0: dude, there are a lot of times where as basic as it is, you feel like a ninja. Like you feel yeah, like a you badass. F-
1: you feel like a badass ninja. you there's, like,
0: there's just enough variation from level to level. It goes it from is. just straight up left to right, no exploration, to the odd surfing level or riding the horses, yeah. to levels where you're kind of climbing up and down in warehouses and looking for things and you can find extra items yeah. and stuff like that. there's There's always like, no two levels feel the same. And that's a huge um, plus when it comes to a game like this. It doesn't start to feel like a slog over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, they find a way, even though it's a lot of the same couple of bad guys coming at you over and over again, they find a way to make it feel uh, fun and original over and over again.
1: Uh, one of my favorite things when I was a kid was because, you know, I play when you play it so many times, you know where everything is. Yeah. Is you just kind of go around and start having fun, like just messing with with enemies, right? You're like, I'm and you just toy around and you just you learn how to do, like, especially how to do crazier things, like, like I'm gonna jump down here and then I'm gonna drop kick this guy and then yeah. I'm gonna tumble back and drop kick this guy, and like you're just like, like you're trying to like test yourself to do weird combos, yeah, <laughs>
0: like find different ways to do stuff and yeah. everything, but um, yeah, dude, just <sighs> it's it's not worth sixty dollars today. <laughs> But like it's, I know it's on some virtual consoles and stuff like that. It's on this classic collection. If you like say it is fits honestly, like if it was ten dollars, I would I would pay ten bucks for this in a heartbeat. Like right. in a heartbeat and play it. Like it was so fun.
1: This game, uh I there are no words to describe how amazing this game made me feel. I was looking up just reviews on it here on Google
0: and yeah. it's like five of five. Yeah. It's got great reviews. Like I I never heard of it. Like I I, like it almost bothers me that I'm so oblivious to the Sega Genesis. Like it, it all, You know what this game did? So like I don't want to say the other game you and I just recorded because I don't know what order they're going up. Yeah. But I try to hide the other games. But we just recorded two Sega Genesis games. And uh, the first one was fun. But whatever. Yeah. But like this one, like has me wanting to dive back into that Sega collection, yeah. And be like, what other games are in here that I didn't play? Because like is Toe Jam and Earl in there, yeah. You and should play one Toe Jam and Earl. That <laughs> one's on there. Gunstar Heroes is on there. And I haven't, Vector I haven't Man, played I Toe I Jam and Earl in so long. I don't remember anything about that. Game.
1: I, that's how long it's been. It was, this was great. Like this was
0: like. Dude, for like the kids that would argue in pro uh, pro Sega Genesis when I was a kid, and I'd be like, You guys are just stupid and you don't yeah. know. Uh, if someone had made me play this, I would have been like, Oh, oh, this I see what you guys are rad. doing. Yeah, just tight controls, great graphics, good sound, just a straight up action game, just challenging, fucking awesome. The music, yeah, sounds good. amazing. Like, there's gonna be music playing throughout this episode, it's so good, man. It's oh, um. Dude, like great it,
1: suggestion. The the score to this just sets everything, yeah. like perfect.
0: Great suggestion. Like just reading on Wikipedia here, Shinobi Three: Return of the Ninja Master received critical acclaim, um, and that seems to be the overall consensus. Like yeah. ninety three, uh, eight out of ten, eight out of 10, 85 Like it's really fun. Um, yeah. What have they done with Shinobi? Sent like, is there been have, Shinobi games? Since I have then? no idea. <laughs> like I just when I, when I, I went really to looked. Google Shinobi, Shinobi,
1: this is the only thing that came
0: up. Oh really? Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck. Okay, so Shinobi, Shinobi, or Shinobi Shadow Dancer, Revenge of Shinobi, uh, Shadow Dancer, The Secret of Shinobi, The Cyber Shinobi, The GG Shinobi, GG Shinobi Two. So then, Shinobi Three is actually the eighth game, and then there was one in 03, and eleven. So wow. Uh, well. Uh, Sega, fucking, uh, you're not doing anything now other than making a stupid looking Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. So give us another Shinobi game. I'll, I'll pay. I'll buy you another Shinobi Fuck game. Yeah.
1: Give us, give us like a 3D one.
0: Well, the last game was Shinobi 3D.
1: Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure they could do a better one. Put it um, on the Switch.
0: Yeah. Put it
1: on the Switch, please. Please put it on the Switch and let us let's just run
0: around and be a ninja. This fucking dude, I had a great time. Uh, what would you give uh, Shinobi? T- I have a pretty good idea what you're going to give it. Oh, but, uh, this Shinobi is like 3, a, this is like a 9 9 yeah? for me. Yeah. I'll give it an 8. I had fun. It was I mean, it's a little short. Yeah. Having said that though, like it's a lot of those... like I mean, listen, it, to r- me it's, r- hypo- it's hypocritical of me to sit here and be like Turtles in Time is one of the greatest beat em ups ever when Turtles in Time is as long as Shinobi. Yeah. Uh, it's just that it's the Ninja Turtles. Like this game yeah. is is every bit as fun to play as that. Go
1: game back, is. remember what it's like to be a little kid pretending you were a ninja with all your friends. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and losing at a game and having to start all over, over and over, 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 and, over <laughs> and over, because you will. That final boss can eat all the asses. Screw save states. Shinobi three, fucking play, guys. It's great. Nicholas, thanks for coming over. Buddy. No
1: problem, man. This is fun.
0: Is going to do it for this week's episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Miklos, thank you for not only the game suggestion, but for coming over and talking about the game with me afterwards. That was fucking awesome. Uh, You guys, it is going to be a couple of Sega weeks here. Uh, Like I said, as long as Best Buy doesn't bone me on the delivery date, I plan on delivering a review of the Sega Genesis Classic for you guys next week. Episode 65, it'll be something new. We're going to talk a couple more Sega games here in the next couple of weeks. And... uh, you Know and if I, oh, yeah, and I'll be at the Edmonton Expo this weekend, probably. So say hi if you see me there. I'll be the ugly guy with the <laughs> I was gonna say the ugly guy that's a little out of shape with a bit of a scrubby beard, but it's the Edmonton Expo, I'll fit right in. So you probably, if, I, if you can hand it a card about the podcast for me at the Edmonton Expo, then say hi because that's where I am. You can also follow us, we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram at member the game, just like remember without the R E at member the game we follow back we're on facebook at facebook.com slash remember the game and youtube.com slash remember the game and most importantly if you enjoyed this show you guys please consider supporting us at patreon patreon.com slash remember the game it's only two bucks a month i give away stuff i give you extra episodes i give you shout outs you can talk to me on there i give you everything i can for two dollars a month so thank you guys all so much for supporting this stupid podcast i'll be back next week with episode 65 in the meantime go play some sega genesis show that thing some love it wasn't all Bad, and uh, I'll talk to you guys again in a week. Take it easy. Cheers.